All right, everyone, this is our company baseball tournament. I want to see a lot of good sportsmanship, a lot of support, and a lot of high fives. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes, they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Hey, everybody. I, I wanted to tell you, I have so much fun doing this podcast, writing the stories, coming up with the secrets for an awesome life. I am really enjoying this. If you are enjoying this podcast just as much as I am, do me a favor and write me a review on iTunes or share this podcast with a teen that you know will find it useful. I do this for teens. Parents, you're allowed to listen too, but this podcast is made just for teens. So leave a review or share this on social media or just tell a friend about it. Uh, so this podcast and all the secrets for an awesome life can get out to as many teens as possible. And now episode 96, Respect. Alrighty, last assignments for the company baseball team. Scotty, Timo, you two will both be on the red team. That's awesome. Let's go, Timo. Yeah, all right. This is going to be sweet. High five. High five. Um, neither of you are putting your hands in the air. Oh, uh, you see, coach, I only high five people who put their hand up in the air first. I don't want to be left hanging, you know? Super awkward. That's funny, Scotty, because I only high five people who put their hand up in the air first. You two are just standing there staring at each other. This is awkward, arguably far more awkward than being left hanging. Yeah, Timo. Why don't you put your hand in the air first? No, after you. I insist. Okay, th this is ridiculous. Would you both just put your hands in the air so you guys can high five and the rest of us can move on and play some baseball? All right. On the count of three, bro. Okay. One, two, three. Neither of you moved. Okay, this is pointless. Let's go play. All right, guys. The red team's in the outfield first. I'll go play if you go play. All right. You go play first. No, you. You guys are so dumb. Okay, that's totally ridiculous, but I've seen that happen. All right, not with high fives, but with respect. So when I was a middle school uh, teacher, I volunteered to be the teacher in the discipline office. I was in there for four years, and I would often counsel and talk to teens that were having beef with each other, right? And for those of you who guys don't know, beef, you know, arguments, they, they had issues with each other. They were fighting. And more than once I had a student say, well, I only respect people who respect me. And they said it like it was a badge of honor. And I know there are a lot of teens out there that think that's how respect should work, that I'm going to respect others if they respect me, you got to give it to get it. And they're usually just thinking of the other person. The other person has to respect me and then I'll respect them. Teens also often said this about teachers, especially substitute teachers who apparently like to come in and reign with an iron fist. And the, the kids are like, well, they don't respect me, so I'm not going to respect them. And then there's a lot of issues or beef. Now, to me, 
saying that, saying I only respect people who respect me first is just like saying I only high five people who put their hand in the air first. It's, it, it doesn't work. It's not a good way to get a world full of respect or of high fives for that matter, which it would be a sad world without high fives. Now, saying that, saying I only respect other people who respect me first is literally determining your actions based on someone else's. I'll take action only if they take action. Now, if that's not giving other people control over you, I literally don't know what else is. So think about why we don't do it. We don't want to do it. We don't want to start respecting somebody first out of fear that they might, in return, walk all over us or not respect us. It's that whole, well, what if we get left hanging? Okay, well, what if? What's the big deal if you respect somebody else and then in return, they don't respect you? Where's your brain going right now? Well, all the problems that it's creating. Maybe it's, well, I'm going to be exposed, right? Like I'm going to be taken advantage of or, or all this stuff. Well, here's today's secret for an awesome life. Choose to respect everyone no matter what. Because that's who you want to be. That's how you become respectable. It doesn't mean people will have to or will always respect you back in return. It just means that you are striving for a greatness independent of other people's choices. Because deep down, who do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody who respects other people or do you not? Now, typically when I ask teens that, they want to be someone who shows other people respect, but they're afraid of what happens if they do it and people don't do it back. That, that might just be the worst. So they make a decision not to show people respect. Now, I'm saying the word respect a lot. What does that even mean? Here, here's the dictionary definition. It's giving due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. Right? Think about it. Why, why shouldn't we regard or be considerate of other people's feelings and wishes? If your brain's like, well, I mean, I would be, but an area that I wouldn't be is if they're not considerate of my feelings and wishes. I'm going to give them a taste of their own medicine. That's like an eye for an eye. I think this is a Gandhi quote. Uh, if the whole like an eye for an eye, if they take my eye, I'll take their eye. Uh, he says, that just leaves the whole world blind. That might be Gandhi or it might be Zach Brown Band in one of their songs. Either way, <laughs> it's a true sentiment. If we follow something like that, then we'll just live in a world where nobody is regarding uh, anybody else's feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions. And if you think about it, for some people at least, that's kind of how we view the world that we're in right now. Respect, the way I see it, is seeking to understand somebody else rather than wanting them to seek to understand you. So uh, Stephen R. Covey calls it seeking to understand rather than seeking to be understood. And we would love it. We would love it if uh, everybody understood us. I, that would be so great. If everybody I ran into gave me the benefit of the doubt, respected me, my feelings, rights, traditions, wishes, and all that stuff. But I'm not in control of anybody else. And if I'm waiting around for other people to do it first, 
then I'm going to be waiting around probably for a long, long time, especially if other people are walking around waiting for me to do it first. So here is what respect is not. This is what I'm not saying, okay? You can respect somebody and still not agree with them. You can respect somebody and still not say yes to everything they ask you to do. You don't have to be a yes man or a yes woman. You can still respect somebody and not walk around not being heard yourself. It doesn't mean that you don't say things, you don't voice your opinion. That's not what giving respect is. This is what respect looks like, or better yet, here's some anti-examples of not or of respect. So this is what not showing respect looks like. When you hear people say something like, that's dumb, nobody likes that, oh, you're just wrong. Those are examples of somebody not respecting somebody else's feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions. And this can be done in lots of different areas. Uh, Simply choice of music, for example. I'm a big country music fan, and that's just a divisive issue among teens. My students would always come up to me like, you like country music? That's the worst. That's dumb. Nobody likes country music. That would be an example of not showing respect or regard or consideration for what somebody else prefers. Uh, This can happen in religion or politics, even personal styles and choices that people have. When you think about your friends or your classmates around you, what do they like? What do they choose either as a group or as individuals that you tend to not respect? Choosing to respect others, no matter what they do, only helps you. You're the only one who gets to feel amazing by feeling their respect for other people. You may think that, well, no, like they're going to feel respected and, and I'm respecting them so they benefit while I have to suffer over here. Now, when you respect somebody else, it really benefits you. And this works for more than just respect. This works for things like kindness. Just be kind to everybody, whether or not they're kind to you. It also works for helpfulness. Be helpful to everybody, whether or not they're helpful to you. And again, these are all your choices. You don't have to be. If you don't want to be a a kind or a helpful or respectful person, you don't have to be. But like, honestly, I don't know anybody who walks around and be like, no, I, I prefer to be disrespectful. I prefer to be just downright mean and unhelpful to everybody. Now, here's a note for parents who may be listening. Okay, because I know there's some parents that listen. There does seem to be a general consensus that teens these days just don't respect adults as much as they used to. It's kind of like grandpa always saying, oh, kids these days, back in my day, I respected my elders. Okay, first off, yeah, right. Okay, I think every generation says this, that the the upcoming generation is, is way worse than we were. I think it's just perception. I think there, there's, there's always been teens that didn't respect their elders, and there's always been teens that do respect uh, their elders and adults, both in this generation, the millennials, the previous generations. I think it's just always a thing, right? I think today, and this is probably true across the board for a lot of things, our complaining and our whining about things goes a lot further due to social media. So I think there's that. And that's just my personal take on things. But second, 
if that is true in your case, all right, if you're like, no, no, but for realsies though, my team just doesn't respect me, then do this. Look at yourself and find the areas that maybe you are not respecting your team. Now, it's going to look different. It's not like you're walking around mouthing off to them. I mean, maybe a parent does that. I don't know. But there's different ways that being disrespectful can look. For example, how does your team feel about you and whether or not you're regarding their feelings, their wishes, or rights? Now, remember, you don't have to agree with somebody to respect them, but maybe are you really extra dismissive of the things that they want? Oh, you want to play Fortnite all day? That's just the stupidest thing. You can't do that. You're going to rot your brain. You're going to end up, you know, failing college and living in a van down by the river. That would be an example of disregarding their feelings and wishes, not seeking to understand them. And think about this. Why does anyone, whether you're a parent or not, why do you need someone else to respect you? I like walking around respecting myself enough that nobody else has to. Parents, you can do that. A note for teens. How might you not be respecting your parents? How might you be disregarding their feelings and their wishes? Just, I mean, think about it. Now, you don't have to if you don't want to, but what kind of person do you want to be? What kind of son or daughter or what kind of parent? What kind of just human being do you want to be? So I say, choose to respect everybody. And some people may leave you hanging. And that's okay. I'd rather have some people leave me hanging than live in a world where no one respects each other. That's like living in a world without high fives. Be known as the person who is always up for a high five. It lifts up others and gives them permission to do the same. And if you ever are left hanging, remember, you got your own back and just give yourself a... High five. Hey teens, would you say you are the sidekick or the hero of your life? You see, sidekicks play small. They let their emotions stop them from doing the things they want to do. Heroes, on the other hand, heroes are always in control of their destiny. They still struggle, but they know how to struggle. They know how to develop self-confidence, manage their emotions, and take the action they need to so their story ends the way they want it to. If you want to stop being a sidekick and start being the hero of your story, let me be your coach. I take teens from sidekick to hero in the Firmly Founded Family Membership. And this membership isn't just for teens. We have stuff in there for parents as well. So if you're ready to switch into hero mode, Go get your parents and go to firmlyfounded.com to see when our doors to the membership open next.